0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of beautifully candid we're your hosts i'm Dee, and i'm here with Elle, and we're here to bring you real stories about real people stories of courage of healing and of hope. L, good evening. How are you? Great to see you again.
1: I'm doing great. Thank you, Dave. It's great to be here. Um, can't believe here we are. Episode three. We're making it happen, um, and not too we long. Are. Not too long ago, it was just a thought,
0: and now we're taking that thought and making it a reality through, through execution. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, the topic for today is retrospective, getting to know both of us. And let's jump in. Where would you like to start?
0: So if we're going to do a retrospective, Elle, I really think we need to start at the beginning. And for me, the beginning is episode one. So let's turn back the clock. Let's go way back to March of this year. So in March of this year, I'll give you my perspective. So for those of us who haven't listened to our podcast before, welcome to Beautifully Candid. In our very first episode, we had an amazing guest by the name of Mahalani Akiona, who left a corporate job, a very good corporate job, and she is now a tantric healer. So she was our very first inaugural guest and needless to say, we were both extremely nervous. We had never done this before. So Al, what is your perspective about how that very first episode with a very heavy topic went from your perspective?
1: I think the first episode for any podcaster or any influencer out there is definitely monumental. And whether you're a novice or an expert, I think it's a little unnerving, unnerving, to say the least, for me as a novice. And I think you feel comfortable saying you're a novice as well. Absolutely. Given our personalities, you know, for anybody um, knowledgeable or familiar with Myers-Briggs or the DISC profile, it's just a data point, nothing rocket science but I am an INTJ, which indicates introversion. And I am uh, over-the-top CD on the disc profile. And, you know, DL, like let you describe yourself. And what that meant to me is I was w- willing to dive in. And let's not talk about, oh, this is going to be difficult, that's going to be difficult, this could be a barrier. We definitely prepared, but we didn't let our the newness of the situation slow us down. And I think in, in hindsight, it was probably a little more challenging than what most would bite off for episode one for a couple of reasons. One, we never did it. Two, the, our guest had an amazingly inspiring topic, but intense. And this is the first time we were introducing ourselves and the whole concept of the podcast to our audience. And then, fourth of all, due to my um, historical friendship with the guest, I learned things about her during the prep that I never knew before. And in order, I was caught between a rock and a hard place. I wanted to maintain her privacy and her confidentiality, yet I didn't want to catch you off guard so during the preparation, I tried my best to explain that it's intense. You know, there's a little bit of trauma, drama going on. Uh, let's go with it. And I, I think we carried it off well. Um, there were, were a lot of lessons learned and I'd love to hear your feedback on it.
0: Yeah, I, I actually agree with everything that you just said. For me, uh, I don't believe in any of my corporate roles that I've ever done the Myers-Briggs. Maybe I have, and it would, it just doesn't stand out to me. Uh, I have been dissed. I've done a disc profile numerous times. And like you, I am an off-the-chart D. We used to call that at one of my old roles, a turbo D. Uh, so just like you, trying to direct the operation. And I think for me, I thought the guest... I thought Mahi's story was extremely engaging but unlike you I hadn't done all of the prep work I let you do that because you had had that previous relationship with her and I was hearing the first I was hearing the story for the first time when we were recording so because we were so new and novice you handled most of the questioning which was great and I pitched in only when I guess I was asked a question. So for me, it was a little bit of, oh my God, hearing this for the first time, there was nerves, and then just not knowing when to interject or when to chime in, given the heaviness of the subject matter. But I think we got through it. And I think for two novice podcasters, we were able to get a courageous story. Uh, There's hope, there's healing, there's new beginnings for Mahi. We put it out there, and I think we got lots of good reviews, which was astounding to us. And then we took a pause. It was a minute, right? We had real life getting in the way of us putting together that second podcast with Terrence Summerbody, Terrence Michael Scott, aka Summerbody. So let's talk a little bit about the hiatus, the break we had in between episode one and episode two. So let me get your perspective on that, and then I'll give you my perspective on that, because I don't want to hog the mic.
1: Yeah, sure. We share all the way. And for me, the best way to describe it is life on life's terms. And for the audience during this retrospective, getting to know us, I feel comfortable sharing with the audience. I have a full-time corporate job. I have a personal life. I, I, you know, I put a lot of demands on myself professionally, personally. I love what I do, and I thought it was really helpful for me to reflect, to reflect on the courage that Mahalani um, demonstrated. And I was like, wow, what guts to put yourself out there! Like for me personally. I could never do it to that level. Second of all, I wanted to reflect on what would work best for us going forward. We're both very, um, I would say, we strive for excellence, perfection to a point. And I was reflecting on what I could have done better, you know getting feedback from people in my inner circle, you know, extended friends, family, that sort of thing. So I was in reflection mode, and quite honestly, I was bogged down with a lot of personal, professional stuff. And I also wanted to give you your space to reflect, see what you thought about it, not put pressure for an episode, two, and kind of let it happen naturally, whatever the next, next steps were going to be.
0: Yeah, and I think... I think uh, with a little time and a little distance, as you said, life gets in the way. Uh, My life got a little hectic (laughs) definitely after uh, the inaugural episode, getting a child actually graduated and out of college. Hooray for that. It was a really stressful time for us. But I think we came back together after we had both reflected and said, you know what? I think this is an this is really I don't want to say amazing, but this is a really good opportunity for us to be out of our be out of our comforts be out of our comfort zone and do something we never thought we would actually get to do in our careers. So I was willing to give it a go for episode number two, and true to form you came up with another wonderful guest, Terrence Michael Scott, which I think it was a little bit of luck that we actually happened upon him. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about how we met Terrence and really what precipitated him uh, being a guest on the show?
1: Would love to do that. I I think it's so essential to convey to the audience that Nothing that we're doing here is contrived or scripted. Yes, we prepare, we put together an outline, we we frame it, we do our prep work ahead of time. But from the inception, it was very organic. And I have to give you kudos, Dee. And this is why, you know, I love you as a dear friend and partner in this venture You presented an idea that was always in the back of my mind because I've really admired quite a few um, radio hosts and radio personalities throughout my whole life, and I never really identified it as something I would put together, a plan to actually execute. It was kind of a dream. So when, when I think we were having brunch one day, you presented the idea And thank you for getting me out of my introverted comfort zone to even try it. And really, to this day, there's no one else I would feel comfortable or, you know, collaborate with in this sort of really getting me outside of my comfort zone. Honestly, I do not have a big footprint on social media. It's just I don't I don't have the time or the desire or personality to play in that sandbox. I'm a keen observer. I love podcasts. I love looking at certain content out there. But for me, it's not my comfort zone. So you're helping me get out of that. And I thank you for that. Growth and learning comes out of being uncomfortable. At least that's what I think. So getting back to episode two, once again, true to what we're trying to do here, I let it happen organically. And one of the people that I shared episode one with was basically a stranger. Just by chance, um, I ordered a new iPad. I had, you know, someone assigned from Apple to come to my house because because of COVID. They didn't want us going into the store for that setup like previously they had So. Right. Someone literally walked off the the elevator on the wrong floor, got his exercise in, knocked on my door, a little heated and a little <laughs> out of breath. I said, come on in, Terrence. Can I get you a glass of water? What happened? Oh, the elevator dropped me off on the wrong floor. So I just, I said, you could have called me. I would have been happy to come down. No, 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 no. I have to get my exercise in. Lo and behold, the rest is history. So, so it, he summer bodied his way all the way up to the penthouse. Yeah, yes, he did. And, you know, he did a marvelous job. You know, he he works part-time. He goes to school. Um, I happened to be a customer. Was delighted with his work and super delighted to get to know him in the meanwhile. So time goes by. We get episode one done. I send um I send him a link to the podcast. Time goes by, you and I are in LL. You're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing. So out of nowhere, he pops in again into my inbox and says, I want to be your number two guest. (laughs) So really, (laughs) I I mean, the universe provided, and what I want to convey to our audience is, for me, that's where the magic and the um, excitement comes from for me so that's what happened for episode two anything you want to add or share about
0: so for me episode two was you know I, i just got a completely different vibe from episode two because i felt that terrence's story perhaps and this is just my own opinion that it was a little bit more relatable to the audience because how many people do you know want to lose 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds. And I think Taryn said it, you know, we all lie to ourselves on New Year's Day. We say, you know what, that's it. I'm turning, this is my New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose 20, 25 pounds. And then by week two, we're like cheating a little bit. So I really Uh thought that his story was very relatable, number one. Number two, his experience on Dr. 90210 going for the plastic surgery and then something happening to him. I think that people really felt for him, but thinking about his positive attitude and really the way he lives his life, I think was really inspirational. So I came out of the second episode feeling amazing and thinking, we could really do this. So again, kudos to you for finding this um, wonderful guest for him helping us understand and getting into his mindset a little bit. But I think when we think about how that episode went, it really wasn't very scripted. We happened to be in the same room, which was, which was great. And I think the give and take and the back and forth mm-hmm. and the dialogue and the interaction and the communication flow was much better. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I felt so much more, I felt better about it because we all felt good about it. And, you know, do we want to talk about the support and the, um, the experiences that uh, were shared with us in prep for episode two?
0: Absolutely. So there is someone, she might be listening who's near and dear to my heart We worked together at a previous company. I mean, I would say she was my ride or die at that company. And over the past, oh gosh, one or two years, her and she has two partners. They also have a podcast as well as a YouTube channel. It's called Going Vocal. So if anyone is interested, please check it out. They they cover a myriad of topics. And since she's been doing this for a year or so, we reached out to her and we said, here's what we want to do. Do you think you can give us some pointers? And given everything that she's currently has going on in her life right now, so she's not just a podcaster or a YouTuber. She has a full-time corporate job. She has homes. She has adult children. She has a daughter in in college. She has she's juggling a lot of balls in the air and she sat and was very patient gave us pointers gave us tips and for that we are truly grateful to have her as a support mechanism a support contract a a support construct excuse me as we begin to I don't want to say hone this craft but just get better at it. What, What do you think?
1: couldn't agree more shout out to Shalene; she really epitomizes the renaissance woman talk about talk about having talents and passion in so many different areas of her life and her patience and support has been phenomenal and i think it truly made a huge difference on episode two and really how we felt about this going forward. And she reassured us that at the end of the day, we can provide the best content in the world. Some are going to identify and like it and some will not. And we have to be okay with that. And part of our mission is to reach a broad audience and not target any one or another specific demographic. As of now, perhaps that'll change. But I think courage, hope, and healing and inspiration are just you know, part of the human journey. And right. I, I think with technology, I think with all the other things we have going on globally that we won't even get into on this podcast Many of the things are negative. I think it's great to share positive stories. What do you think?
0: I completely agree. And again, shout out to you, Shaleen. We absolutely love you. And you know what? I, I completely agree with you. I think human interest stories, I think a lot of people want to hear stories about real people. And for however many days or for however many weeks you're having, you know, tough time, maybe at home, tough time, maybe at work, you're in a slump, you know, <laughs> you're maybe, you know, let lot. I say a little depressed, but you know, you're not, you're not at your best and you, uh, listen to a podcast that maybe has a human interest component to it, such as Terrence's, and you're like, gosh, maybe my week isn't going so bad, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I think it just puts things into perspective. And again, I think you're right. I think content could change over time. As we learn, we grow, as the show evolves, and you know perhaps our content will evolve as well. But I think you bring up a good point. Uh, when we were getting some much needed support, I said to you, I shows out there and I shared some of the things that I listen to or that I subscribe to on uh, on YouTube, I said, I think we can do it. I said, it's not going to be easy. I think, you know, there's no magic formula. It's going to take hard work. We have to be prepared. We have to understand what the content is going to be. But I think for all we've accomplished in our lives and our careers, I think we could maybe give it a go. And I'm so delighted you decided to to agree and to join me on this crazy journey.
1: Yeah, it's all about learning and growing. If you're not learning, I mean, I certainly don't want to stagnate. We both love our careers. We've been doing that for a while, but a new venture is exciting. And, you know, I would love for this to be wildly successful. And I wanted to ask you, I wanted to share what my vision of success is, and I'd love to hear your vision. But for now, for the moment, my milestone, my marker of having this be successful, albeit it's still relatively new. It's just receiving feedback in our inbox to say someone to send us an email and say, thank you both for the episode. It really made my day. It turned things around for me. And here's a suggestion for another episode. Simple, but yeah. that'll be monumental for me anyway. And as I said, long-term, I'd love for this to be wildly successful. You know, and you and I can craft our vision for success, but for, for the moment, I'd be really good with that. And you bring up a
0: good, that's a really good segue. So if anyone listening, Or if you're new to our podcast, welcome. We're delighted that you're here spending some time with us. If you want to send us an email, give us some suggestions, or just to say hi, uh, or we appreciate what you're doing, or even if it's hate what you're doing, maybe you should try to do this. We'd love to hear from you. We could be reached at beautifullycandidpodcast, all one word, beautifullycandidpodcast at gmail.com. look forward to hearing from you so my vision for success i think mirrors yours for sure would love to start getting a little bit more regular feedback from listeners and subscribers but i think hearing that what we're doing bringing those stories of courage of healing hope and inspiration Maybe making a difference uh, in some listeners' day or week. I think that would be really important to me. So just knowing and understanding that we're, we're reaching out to people with these stories and that they're resonating. There you what have it. What
1: do you think it. about that? There you have it. I love it. And getting back to episode two, thank you for giving me the credit, but I... I really don't feel as though I did anything. I I feel as though the universe stepped in and provided. And I would love to see more of that through both of us. Well,
0: well just just think, if you hadn't bought that iPad... (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: ...episode two might not have happened. There you go. And let's get back to the universe. I mean, if it weren't for the lockdown that really wasn't that long ago... I wouldn't have had the time or the desire to really do as much research out there with podcasting, YouTubing in general. And that that presented a lot of challenges for people, but I think also opportunities. And Terrence, you know, spoke about it during his story as well. I mean, that was monumental for him. He was in a lockdown situation away from home, friends and family. So I think It was challenging. I think it's a matter of taking the lemons and making lemonade out of it. And I really think things happen for a reason and here we are today. And maybe, maybe we want to share our ideas with the audience about what we have in store. Maybe some guests we have lined up or what do you think? Yeah, I
0: think that's great. I think we've opined a little bit on our first couple of episodes. This episode is going to enable our guests to kind of get into our psyche and understand why we're here, what we're doing. Uh, But let's talk about what we have planned. And I think from a content perspective, we have a lot of really interesting guests lined up. Uh, One of our next guests is going to be someone who I met. And again, like you, I believe that the universe puts people in our path for a specific reason. He and I were both both hired at the same time. I think he actually might have been hired just a smidge before me uh, for a med tech startup. And we just hit it off instantly. He has had a sustained, I mean, a sustained career. When I say sustained, he's had his own business for over 40 years in information technology. So he has agreed to come on. He's gonna talk about his highs, his lows, some of the things that he's done, how he has a a sustained career, excuse me, for 40 years. Um, He's a pilot. He's just done a a lot of really neat things. And, uh, you know, not only is he a wonderful professional, but he is just a gem of a human being. So he is, he will be coming on. And again, one of our next guests is someone who's near and dear to you. So why don't you tell us about that guest?
1: Sure. Well, this person knows both of us from a former life at a former company and she is just one heck of a inspirational person similar to us has a career goes goes back with us in time raised her children has had personal professional challenges as well as some health challenges and she is still going strong staying positive and She's just one heck of a person, and I think she has a lot to offer. She's excited about sharing her story, so it should be fun. I mean, I think it's fascinating how we're coming together with people we barely know, people we have history with, and I'm open to people from all walks of life, whether we know them, we don't know them, or we want to get to
0: know them. Exactly, and I, I just can't wait to connect with her and to actually see her again because you and I both left that company and I think she stayed for, for, for a bit. So I, I can't wait to connect with her. And then early in 2023, we are going to have a, a person who, again, she's also near and dear to my heart. As you know, I've had the... A blessing and a curse to have worked or have traveled all across the uh, continental United States. And at one of my last roles, which has happened to be on the West Coast, I met someone who I'm actually still in contact with today. She has a career uh, at a major pharmaceutical manufacturer, but I tell you, she can sew like a nobody's business. She just made a wedding dress for someone. She texted me a picture of it She has uh, been invited through Vogue magazine and Anna Winter to come to Manhattan on several occasions. She's met Anna Winter and she just can sew. As a matter of fact, when I was still working with her, she's active in some charities and uh, they were having, I don't know if it was a silent auction or just a charity event and she decided that she was gonna make this amazing black dress. She ended up wearing it and she was like, I'm auctioning, I'm auctioning this dress. I am maybe telling the story a little bit incorrectly because it's been a couple of years, but she actually sold it for thousands of dollars. Again, she can, she is, she is gifted. So she and I have uh, exchanged a few texts, and she's willing to come on in the new year and she'll tell us a little bit about herself, how she came to the United States. She went to college here, she broke into corporate America, but she still had that passion for sewing and she really has a gift. So she'll talk a little bit about that. And we have some other interesting content plans. I'm inviting some other people that I know to be on the cast, as we like to call it, and they're thinking about it. So I just think that from a content perspective, we are doing our homework we're making sure we have guests that will resonate and that will provide stories, whether they're inspirational. They, they can talk about their 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 life, their 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 story of courage, of healing, and ultimately of hope. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think that's awesome. I'm excited just to think about the the possibilities out there, and it's great that we have some guests lined up. And it, I cannot wait for audience feedback. And like ideas and suggestions and one of the many things i love about doing this now is the fact that we are providing a platform for some of the silent heroes out there yes right. every, everybody's inspired they have their famous actor actress famous you know well-known figure yet i think there's a lot of positivity and a lot of great things going on that people don't get to hear about
0: that's right you're absolutely right so showcasing some of those silent heroes i think will be interesting for us to learn more about what they're doing but also inspirational for for our audience and i'm just so excited to go down this road with you and with our guests and i know as time goes by this is just going to get better and better
1: agreed do so we want to share a little bit with the audience about what it's really like to do this when you don't have a cast a crew a makeup artist a writer you know a whole a whole studio team would love to hear your thoughts on that d
0: yeah i would love it if we had a whole host of producers and executive producers that were writing scripts doing the questions for us but we actually don't have that because we're just starting out. So I'll speak for myself with having a full-time job, a family, you know, a a, a, a spouse. Um, yeah, I do a catch-as-catch-can, right? So we generally work together. We have a Zoom call, see each other, the episode's going to be. I'll write an outline, which I'll send to you, and you tweak, and we're doing this all ourselves through using technology through email and a lot of what we do a lot of that conversation ultimately is organic but we have to prepare we have to have some sort of outline of where we're going with the questions so that we understand what's on the table and also what's off the table I mean what do you think?
1: Couldn't agree more I would say from my perspective I would sum it up by saying it's not as easy as it looks. and it is not. <laughs> no, right. it's not. And we don't even have half of the battle of appearing uh, on the video. That's a whole nother twist and turn. but given where we are right yeah. now, that, that's a whole another. that's a whole nother genre. But given where we are, preparation is key. I, I do think our professional backgrounds with public speaking, being on video and audio a lot for work has helped tremendously. If you're not used to those venues, it can be a little daunting. But yes, what I love the polish and the glam and the pizzazz of a whole professional crew and makeup artist, hairstylist, team of writers? Sure, why not? But for the novice, this could easily be turned into a full-time job. Are we there? Absolutely not. Would love us to be wildly successful. Maybe someday we'll be there. But for the moment, I'm really happy with the learning process, the collaboration, getting to spend more time with you, getting to know each other in a whole new aspect and seeing where we go with this.
0: Exactly. And I think one of the things I'm excited about is I guess to be able to hopefully get together in person and record these together, because I really felt when we were sitting in the same room, there was visual cues, we were riffing off of each other and one question was leading into the other question. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about that. And very much look forward to learning and growing this because I think you're right. Not only our corporate careers are, uh, I guess, experience and history uh, of just being public speakers, having to be public speakers in, in our in our work lives, but also education and training that we both have. I think we will hunker down and we will figure this out and we will get better.
1: Absolutely, it's. It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And for me, it's progress as opposed to perfection. Getting close to perfection is great. I mean, someday maybe we'll have a whole studio of our own. (laughs) Wow. And then, then, (laughs) you know, then we don't have to worry about doing these from, you know, anyone's dining room table. But I, I, I appreciate the closeness and being together in person. That's definitely a treat, but a luxury nowadays. And I, so far, so good. I'm delighted, and I hope our audience, we can be far-reaching. We can gather some feedback, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, see, you and I have both been open to uh, constructive feedback. It's a gift, as well as pe- as long as people are well-meaning. And there's no meanness or disrespect there i'm all for it and what do you think next steps are
0: still excuse me so in terms of next steps i think we are going to need to get started on episode three and that is going to be my focus is episode three Uh, One of my other next steps is figuring out how to market us. So if anyone has any ideas outside of just Twitter and Instagram, my, my Instagram, I think it was about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. My Instagram was hacked. And so I haven't really been on Instagram and I feel like I'm missing so much. But if anyone listening has any ideas in terms of marketing, again, feel free to reach out to us at Beautifully Candid Podcast. Again, Beautifully Candid Podcast one word, at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. So that's one of my next steps. And I think just figuring out how to continue to be prepared. Because again, one of my, this isn't easy, you said it, and I think you said it very eloquently, content is going to be key for us. They always say content is king. We have to have I would say three to six months if we're going to do this monthly or six to 12 if we're going to do this every other week of guests we know who are willing to come on and we need to be prepared with what that outline and what those questions and what the angle is going to be. So that's what I'm going to endeavor to do. How about you?
1: I agree. I'd love to help you out with the social media aspects. As I said earlier in this podcast, I think don't really play in those sandboxes for lots of reasons, but doesn't mean I can't learn and grow. learn how to do it, see what works. What I think I would do with that is go and research not necessarily anybody that has a check mark um, on their name on Graham, but really some people that are in similar scenarios that really start as started as novices and built their way up. And some tips of the trade of how to really get yourself out there in a meaningful and productive way, and just learn the tricks of the trade. I what I'm going to do is research some of the marketing tricks for similar podcasters, and maybe talk to um, digital experts. I think social media publishers or things of that sort. I mean, most companies have those big com- right. big companies know how to market themselves. I think I would do that. And another way to grow and learn is to correlate maybe some of the, the guests with what's relevant in the world. Not exactly. to get in not to get into controversial topics that that's not our shtick but maybe to see what's going on in the world, what's trending in terms of the human condition and trying right. to parallel that with some of our podcast guests.
0: What do you think? Absolutely. I think that's an, that's an excellent idea. And I think if we do that, again, I think it's going to be a little bit more relatable to our guests out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think also opening up our podcast uh, to YouTube so people can see us, people can maybe relate to us. And I know we have something potentially in the hopper with um, someone who you know very, very well that may resonate with women of a certain age who are thinking about perhaps having a little bit of a makeover. So maybe by the time we get to that episode, uh, we can be on YouTube.
1: Uh, at well, our own well, risk. Well, here's the thing. Maybe we should share with our audience um, why we are anonymous.
0: Sure. Why are we Al and why are we D? Okay, well, D will start. Uh, right now, since we're... This is here. Here's just from my perspective. We're new. We're starting out. For me, I have a corporate career that I love very much and... I think until we kind of get in the groove and get the hang of it, I think l and I'm actually getting used to that. I don't know about you, Al. Are you getting used to that? I know I, like I am. Because <laughs> I'm calling you Al all the time. So I would absolutely love to eventually um, come out, if you will. And I think when we're ready, the forum might be you know, putting ourselves out on YouTube. How about you? Why do, why do you want to stay anonymous?
1: Similar to you. I don't want any co-mingling or intersection of what I'm doing in podcast world with my uh, full-time career. Number two, I'm a very private person. Number three, I'm I'm really great one-on-one. If I'm in the middle of a swarm of people, 200, 500 people, I'm not the type of gal to work the room. So I'm introverted from that perspective. And honestly, I think some of that is working to our benefit because the focus is a hundred and ten percent on the guest.
0: I agree with you. It's not on us right now. It's absolutely on the guest. And I think I think that is going to hook our excuse me, that excuse me, that is going to hook our audience into believing that human interest stories of courage, hope and healing something that they want to hear. And I, like you, I'm very, very private. I think I love to be around people, Um, You know, within my disc profile while while I'm a Turbo D, I have a lot of I, I'm a people person, Uh, but I'm also very private. So yeah, putting my face out there, putting my name out there scares me a little bit. But I think in time, as we continue to focus on our guests, as we continue to focus on bringing those stories to our listeners, Things are only going to get better. And I think we're, with that, we're going to have the courage to maybe put ourselves out there.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm open to it if the timing is right, if it makes sense, um, as opposed to just putting yourself out there to be seen and heard and get attention. Uh, right. Having attention on me is is not my comfort zone. I love human connections. I love people. I love developing strong relationships. But... Am I an attention grabber? Absolutely not. My comfort zone is below the radar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I have to tell you, even when we first met, uh, you were very, I didn't really see you as a shy and introverted person. Mm -hmm. But now that you say it's more one on one, I totally get it. Um, I don't know, would you say I'm more outgoing than you? Do you think I'm more outgoing than you?
1: We're fairly similar. I, I've i seen you in a lot of social interactions. I haven't seen you in all your social interactions. Maybe, I don't know. Are you a little bit more comfortable than I am? I, I'm like, it's it's really, it's kind of like pulling teeth getting me out there.
0: Well, you know what? That's one of the
1: things that we're going to explore
0: on this podcast. (laughs) How about
1: that? (laughs) There you go. Courage, hope, and healing. Putting yourself out there. Putting yourself out there. Yeah.
0: We're going to add it to our content list. So, wow. I can't even believe almost an hour has gone by. Anything else you want to say before we start to wrap things up?
1: Uh, Nothing other than thank you again. And... Cheers. Cheers to more a longstanding podcast relationship. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We really appreciate your support of this podcast. Again, one more time, if you'd like to reach out to us, we can be reached at Beautifully Candid Podcast, all one word. Beautifully candid podcast at gmail.com. So, this is a wrap, L, on episode number three. Always nice to see you, albeit virtually. And again, I am looking forward to just more and better stories and just getting ourselves out there.
1: Thank so you. So, that thank is it. And once again, our audience, thank you for listening. We would absolutely love your feedback, and until next time.
0: And remember, if you're going to be candid, be beautifully candid. Until next time.